When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. It's over, but we're just going to start it. I, I think I said it wrong, but that's okay. Whatever. My name is Grace. I'm here with Ariel. We're at the movies. I, I, it was one another movie title area where it's very weird we're, to say that it's over. Are we saying that canceling... God, Margaret talking to God is over? Women talking. Women talking. Uh, Hair was, was over. One? Hair. Hair's over. It's over. We're canceling these things one at a time on this pod. This pod Uh-oh. will cancel everything. We already made her giggle. It's just Sterling. Just how you doing? <laughs> I need everybody to lift your arms up, go in and out, and everybody at the same time. We must. We must. We must increase our must. <laughs> they did teach this um, when you transition. This. When you're a trans woman. I was going to ask you, Chris. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's in uh, it's in trans. Yeah, it's part of the trans agenda, actually. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're talking about Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, based on the beloved novel by Judy, Judy Bloom. Um, I'm excited to talk about this one. This one, I thought this movie was so fun, Ariel. I thought this was uh, incredible. I thought this was a really fun adaptation. And also, maybe just like a super important movie that people should watch in like 2023. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I read, of course I read because I'm I am a an almost old. I read Judy Blue when I was a kid and uh it it's incredible. And like it it, it happened so long ago I read books, those it's just books in general. <laughs> those <laughs> any book just any book somebody send me a book no uh since i read her specific books that i i didn't have much in my mind but i just had like this love and this um this protective feeling about of like oh god they're making this movie and you know grace i love to worry about things that i worry will be bad when it comes to movies especially yeah and i was delighted that i didn't have to worry it was so sweet and so genuine and to be like that genuine and not have it feel saccharine or sappy it was just so organic the cast was amazing i had a wonderful time and of course i cried which you know i love to do yeah all right uh, we'll talk about it with jess but just quickly before we get started make sure you subscribe postrecaps.com slash movies we're talking about all the movies that are coming out but jess um yeah what were your thoughts about like seeing there was an are you there god it's me margaret movie coming and then sort of spoiler free what you thought about the movie I was really, I, I feel like I fall in the same boat as Ariel of like, anytime I see an adaptation, especially of something that is so beloved, I get a little nervous and like, oh, please don't ruin this for me. Right. Um, Especially something like this, where it's such an innocent uh, childhood favorite. And um, so I was really excited to go see it, especially after I heard it got good reviews. I was like, yeah. okay, oh, I could breathe a little bit and breathe a little easy going in to see it. But it was such a fun experience. I'm really happy I saw this one in theaters. I'm not someone who like needs to see movies in theaters all the time, mm-hmm. but this is one. It had a specific energy in the Mine theater too. going in and it was a it was a pretty packed theater which is surprising given like our local theater usually isn't. And it was filled with like mothers and their daughters and like Same. a, a ton too. of women yeah. and everybody laughed at like the I was I was crackling at this movie so much of the time and everyone found it funny. My husband came with me, Will, he liked it. Like we all enjoyed this movie so much. So uh, spoiler free. I really, really enjoyed my experience watching it. I, I, someone in the theater, uh, they did tell me to shush because I said this is oh. dude. The costumes are wrong. I thought this was a period piece, and um, <laughs> so you, I did. Yes, that was the other. What was the other one? Uh, there was another uh, movie we watched turn, where I made yes, this red, joke yes, about turning it. red. Turning, turning red. red was also a period piece. Yeah, yes. um, similarly no, no, but, lovely. But no, I did. I I totally agree. I thought that the, there was like an energy in the theater of yeah, this like like sort of women of all ages and some of like some parents with their with their daughters and there was yeah, and I felt like everybody was laughing and enjoying the movie. It's really yeah. sweet. I thought that the movie um is you know it, like the thing that's sort of you know I don't want to say odd about the movie, but in our society is odd is that it's just like not topics that you see in movies a lot even when you watch like coming of age films certainly there are coming of age films with with women but they're so so predominantly like boy coming of age films and even the ones that are boys are, are so like i don't know they're just not um always you know they're a sanitized hollywood version and this yeah isn't this even the though kids it's look so like sweet. kids right like the yeah. kids look and act like children margaret specifically looks like she has like her hair is a little bit messy every they're not so done up in a way and they actually look like the age that they're supposed to be which was very refreshing so like even though this is a whole like it takes place in the 70s obviously it's 
very relatable to anybody who was an adolescent, pretty much. Not just saying little girls. Like, I feel like this is a relatable movie to anybody who went through adolescence because you just go mm-hmm. through such awkward stages where everything is the worst and it's it's awful. And, like, it was just such a fun experience to, like, be like, oh, my God, I remember those moments. As I feel like an old now. But, like, I remember being that age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think no, it's I also agree. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Ariel. I, I agree that it feels, first of all, like it was so nice to see Rachel McAdams playing a high uh-huh. school girl again. She was, <laughs> she was so good in this, just like Mean Girls. No, a wonderful mom. And I, I was, again, someone I love her. I'm like, don't mess this up. Please be good. And she yes. was amazing. Um, and I agree, Jess, it does capture like that really just diff- the stakes are so high like everything socially at that age especially in school that's your entire social universe and that that was like really well represented yeah i mean i i i agree that it's for anybody like anybody can go watch this but i also do think it's totally fair to be like this is a movie about like girls and their ch- and the ch- and you know girls going through puberty i think it's like very uh fair and 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 because we live in like such a patriarchal society i think it's like it's great that this movie uh, exists to be like, this is mostly about girls who want their period and then realize maybe I don't it's want my awful. period. <laughs> yeah. I do yeah. have to say um, this is obviously based off of Judy Bloom's uh, book. Are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. But Judy Bloom is someone that like stands out in my memory. It wrote some of the most pivotal books I read as like a young adolescent and specifically she writes about a lot of these like she has a lot of books that get like banned because she writes about topics that no one wants that not everybody wants to hear about she I has written that- books too that are for like that are like more like boy centric and whatever but like yeah mm-hmm. she's, yeah you're right yeah. yeah and like specifically I remember blubber which is about like this girl who's a little overweight and like people are calling her blubber in school mm-hmm. there's tales of fourth grade nothing freckle juice uh, super fudge like all these books that I remember reading as a kid and so to see it adapt now is interesting because I do feel like not only it's a good time I think is what I would say because uh I don't have children but uh you know people my age and older also read this book and they have kids now and they can bring their kids to this movie theater I talked to my mom about this movie and I said did you see they made a movie about are you there God it's me work she's like oh I want to see that and I was like mom I will go with we should see it together because I just feel like there would be such a fun she would laugh at all the same things that I laughed at in this movie because it's so relatable yeah um yeah, I thought it was. Uh, yeah, it's so it's so sweet. It's it's this movie. Uh, they do they do. Um, add something you talk about um, Judy Bloom having uh, written the book. She also was on set. Uh, she did not um, write the uh, script. It's based on her book. I don't know if she got writing credit. The screenplay I think is she like did Kelly appear Pernier. as like a brief cameo in the movie, right? Um, and she was on set the whole time to help with some of the changes, specifically to um, Rachel McAdams, like Barbara's uh, character. Like the book is very much like from the viewpoint of a kid. And when you're a kid, you might not think about all the complexities of your mm-hmm. mom and your dad. Um, and they do, I think, a really great job of um, like really making Barbara such a full running character. And Judy Bloom says that a lot of the Barbara content, specifically about her signing up for PTA and all this thing, is is really based on a lot of her own um, experience being being a mom. So it was really it was really fun. I thought like it really worked in terms of the way they sort of like expanded the material as well. Um, Ariel. Yeah. They, they, she definitely felt like an entire character in a way that she had her own arc and like it, it, uh, you know, very, uh, intricately like dovetailed with, uh, her daughter's storyline, but still she was like her own person. And it was, 
I got emotional. Like the one of the part parts that I remember getting really emotional is one of the is a scene with the mother talking about something Rachel McAdams character um and I was delighted that they gave her something to do because I was also like yeah she might be good but what if she's just kind of like a c or d character like importance wise mm -hmm. and um it felt like a whole family and like even Kathy Bates you know being the grandma she was wonderful so again somebody who we know is great but is she gonna have good material is she gonna have enough to do in a movie like this and thankfully she did I can I love I like Benny Safdie, but I also think it's like kind of sort of perfect. And, but I was a little bit worried about like Rachel McAdams being Benny Safdie in this movie. He's not really in this movie. He's like he is, but also he's like yeah, not. he's yeah. not really. But I would say that it doesn't bother me that much because it's a mother daughter story. It's, it's a, a mother daughter, -daughter, -daughter exactly. Story, you know, yeah. it's it's a woman's story <laughs> is what it feels like. And that again, like you said, that didn't bother me a ton because Rachel McAdams was such a like three dimensional, fully realized character. And because I felt like the additions that they gave her, you know, didn't they didn't stand out to me as like, oh, that wasn't in the book. It felt like it fit right in with the whole plot, right? That the mom is a bit of a mess um, that she like can't decide on living room furniture. You know, she she yeah. is a bit all over the place. Um, and I appreciate that. So normal, Jess, that she <laughs> couldn't pick anything, can make no decisions. I'm like, yes, stand up. We are here. We are people who have trouble making choices. <laughs> or should it's, we it's stand up? Maybe we should be sitting down when we do this. <laughs> Sit down, but on what furniture? On what furniture? <laughs> the lawn chair. What's um, the lawn chair? Uh, Kelly, uh, uh, Kelly Freeman Craig also, um, like Judy Bloom did not sell the rights to this. It's not like this movie was tried to be made for years and they just could, what Judy Bloom was like, no, you're not, you cannot have, it. you're not allowed <laughs> until nah. um, Kelly Freeman Craig, also James L. Brooks. Um, I think he's like, this is a Simpsons guy, isn't he? Um, is that right? Or maybe, maybe I'm, yeah, he, he worked on the Simpsons. Um, but yeah, um, totally. I knew that. Yeah. Well, he's in a lot of, he's in the Mary Tyler Moore show, taxi, the Simpsons, but he's, he's done some mm. stuff. Um, but Kelly Freeman Craig making, um, um the edge of 17 which is another coming of age um film was sort of what got the judy bloom to sell the rights um and then there was like a bidding war so i kind of love that i think judy bloom got some money and i, and I feel like she was right her instincts were right to just give it to kelly freeman craig because she made a great movie mm -hmm. we just talk about it everyone should go see it um but Please. let's spill the psrt do it so spill margaret it. returns home from new york uh to new york sorry from summer camp and finds out her parents have decided to move to New Jersey. Um, Margaret's dad is Jewish. Her mom is Christian, but she is being raised without religion. Um, however, she often talks to God. She uh, sort of, you know, is in, is in communication um, with him, often requesting bigger breasts and for her period to start, but <laughs> alas. Um, Margaret becomes friends in this new town with Nancy and joins a club that includes Gretchen and Janie. There are club rules that include you have to wear a bra, sharing which boys you like, and you can't lie about it. Um, they all anxiously await their first periods, and they exercise to make their breasts bigger. As Jess pointed out, what it, was it? We must, we must, we must, we must, we must increase our busts. Yes. 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 They also have a class name named Laura Danker, who has already had a period and wears bras. And there are rumors that Laura lets boys feel her up. Ugh. Margaret has a crush on that. Moose, a friend of Nancy's older brother, 
but she is kissed by Philip during a game of two minutes in the closet, which is actually called seven minutes in heaven. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why they did that. <laughs> that bothered me too. It, it's they were like, the, it is from the book. It's from the two book. minutes oh, in the closet the, is from the book, but it's still very upsetting because it doesn't have the nice ring to it that seven minutes right. in heaven Maybe it was copyrighted. Or maybe. the other thing is that maybe Nancy, kids. maybe Nancy is a child that doesn't really know. Yeah, that's the other. Thing. <laughs> that's true, right? Right, because you like it, it. makes sense sometimes. You learn that kind of thing secondhand or thirdhand or fourthhand, mm -hmm. and it gets yeah. like diluted. So Gretchen is the first to have her period, although Nancy lies and says she has started her period while on vacation a little bit later. Um, throughout the movie, Barbara also uh, has moved to the suburbs and has decided to sign up for various parent councils. Um, but by the end of the movie, she sort of decided uh, she's done with that, mostly because she just has to make a bunch of stars, uh, cut out a bunch of stars from felt. <laughs> so she's like, no, thank you, and decides to pursue her art career again. Um, and she decides not to sign up for any more parent councils. Because um, she doesn't want to. How about that? I just because she doesn't want scene. to. Yeah. She's like, no, thank you. Bye. She gets in the car and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you know, make up an excuse. No, no excuse nah, needed. I'm going to Margaret spends some weekends with her grandma in New York City, often attending plays. And uh, when she goes to New York for the first time to visit her grandma, she visits, uh, they go to attend temple. She tries out um, Jewish faith. Um, Sylvia vacations in Florida. So the next time Margaret's going to go see her grandmother, she's going to go visit her in Florida. However, the week before, um, Barbara's parents uh, announced that they are coming to visit, who have cut off uh, their relationship with their daughter because um, their son-in-law is Jewish or decided that they've come to visit after many years and Margaret's parents have to cancel her trip to Florida. While Barbara's parents are over for dinner, Sylvia also comes over <laughs> with a man who I can't find in the notes. I just only remember his name rhymes with cinnamon, uh, but I can't remember his actual oh, name. Uh, it was Mr. so funny when she introduced him. Rinneman. Mr. Yeah, something like that. Schminneman. I love when she showed up. It was such a great, like, Kathy Bates exerting her power on in this role. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So while they're uh, basically, like, after dinner, their parents, uh, Barbara's parents, are having a conversation, and they sort of question what faith uh, uh, Margaret is. Ah, Morris Binneman. Binneman. Mr. Hey. Binneman. That's right. Got great. it. Great call, Grace. You were so, so, so close. So close. Yeah. Um, they're arguing. And, and so then um, uh, Barbara's, uh, not Barbara's mom, um, Benny Safdie's mom. I don't know what his character's name is. Um, Herb. Kathy Bates. Herb. Herb. Herb's uh, mom. Says, no, she's gone to Temple and actually she's Jewish. And the two families fight until Barbara like yells at them to stop and says, actually, uh, Margaret has no religion. Um the other piece of this is that Margaret has been uh, it has a school assignment, a research project. She's doing her research assignment on religion. At the end mm -hmm. of the, the year, she has not decided which religion she's going to be, although she's still and she's sort of cut off God at one point. But just before, before heading to summer camp, she gets her period and she thanks God. And it's very sweet. It's a very cute moment between Barbara and Margaret. And that's essentially the movie. I might have missed some plot details here and there, but that's the movie. What's the headline, uh, Jess? Just... What the trials and tribulations of being an adolescent, specifically being an adolescent girl. Um, yeah, the, the whole thing felt so relatable. I will say, I wasn't uh the Margaret nor her friend group. The um, in the, in the book, they're called the preteen sensations. Yes, um, that's right. Ooh. I was, yeah, they didn't I, make it into the movie, really. No, no, I although Sorry. I did love the completely random arbitrary rules that every friend group had <laughs> you can't wear socks yeah. you have to wear a bra we Those all blisters. had these yeah that like... was probably the most graphic thing <gasps> so i was waiting for the year. socks to be so that nobody like margaret does when she gets her bra that you can't stop you can't be 
hiding you that can't you can't be a sto- sock stuffer. Yeah, but uh, then that doesn't ever that never. No, it's up. just arbitrary and ridiculous. Like just all girl cool. groups are. They're yeah, not cool socks. But no, I will say I was the Laura Danker. I was the uh, kid who like I got boobs in like second grade. I hated them because I felt so different. I'm I'm very tall. Uh, and I was always very tall. I was always mm-hmm. at least a foot taller than everybody, all the boys too. Yep. And I really did always feel like a Laura Dinker. Like, why am I so different than everyone? I got my period earlier than everyone else. It was the worst. And so like, I while I wasn't a Margaret, I totally understood the position they're all in of like, wanting to grow up but like now that you are a grown-up you look back and you're like gosh it was so easy back right, you're then. rushing it and then it's you know? like oh my god i rushed it i didn't really wrap up laura denker's story essentially they get in a little bit of an argument margaret like throws the rumors at her face and she storms out and then later sort of like apologizes and they dance together on the dance floor it's very sweet. cute yeah because then she also she actually actually gets her period and she's all scared yeah mm-hmm. well that's the other thing i i really loved the the story of nancy um, I am a bit more of a Nancy. <laughs> Just, oh. Nancy is like so OTT about everything. Um, and uh, Nancy does lie, right? Like she says she gets her period. She doesn't get it. And then she actually gets it when she's in the restaurant. And I felt like I related to her because that was my experience when when I was I was terrified. I was mm-hmm. like, what's going on? I don't understand this. She cries. I was like, girl, I get you. It's very scary. Yeah. Um, and so I just felt like they handled all of these types of things that kids go through so delicately, but also in like such comedic fashion. I can't tell you how many times I cackled at this movie because it's so ridiculous, but so spot on. I mean, the scene where she stuffs her bra and is dancing. There's also yes. the scene where they go to buy pads so that they can. And then, so it's <laughs> not just, yeah. Why, why Tic Tac? She's like, I don't know. I don't know why I put Tic I totally understood. My anxiety know, was like, it was like, yes, it makes sense. Like do something. Well, the belt was moving so slowly. It was horrifying. <laughs> hide, hide underneath <laughs> It's the sweet old lady who's at the cash, but that she checks out for the like annoying young teen, the teen guy. Who, like I will say, as like like literally nobody cares what you're buying at any at any. But, but, when, just, when, like, you're but young, when you're that you young, think. Yeah. especially like it. Re- it reminds me of like um buying condoms for the first time mm-hmm. and being like, oh my god, who's gonna be? A- I have to hide yeah. it under other things. Uh-huh. That's that's the vibe it gave me. But yeah. can I can I tell you as like a trans person when um. This is going to sound like a weird tangent, but Target came to Canada and it was mm-hmm. around the time I was like trying to like explore my gender and they had self checkouts. And I think self checkouts are bad, oh. but also self checkouts may be able yeah. to like go buy a thing of nail polish and like take it home and nobody knew what I bought. You know, the only yeah. alarm was like, if like the alarm went up, I was like, never mind. This was, a, this was not me. This is not <laughs> me buying any of this stuff. <laughs> Who put who put these condoms and pads and all of this stuff on here? These Tic Tacs? I mean, no, the Tic Tacs are the mine. Tic Tacs are actually mine. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, uh, rant about uh, self checkouts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, Here all this stuff is so funny. And then when and then when she's trying on the pads at home and even there's Oh a, my god. It's so funny. The pad moment. Okay, cuz Anybody who's ever had a, a, a listen to each their own, whatever you want to use during that time of the month, by all means, whatever you're most comfortable with. But like pads do feel like diapers. And so <laughs> when she puts it on and she's like doing this really awkward walk around her room, <laughs> I was like, girl, I get you. Like I've been there. It is awkward. And she's like, I love at the very end when she does get it. And she says to her mom, like, I've been trying them on in my room for like a month. <laughs> so cute. You have? She's like, yeah. It's so Aww. cute. I I do think to your point earlier about how there is like um, a certain gravitas to the movie, but there's also a levity to it. But it's 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 blended so well. Where and and the and the other thing, and when I say gravitas, that's actually probably not the right word because I think that the like the ultimate reality of the way that pretty much every parent we see who talks. So I think we see two people, two girls get their so Nancy at the restaurant. And then Margaret with her mom, because Gretchen just yeah. comes over and is like, it happened, you know, mm-hmm. and like, do you feel different? And she's like, yes, I don't know how to explain it, but yes. Um, but so those two experiences where like a mother talks to their daughter, it's like, it's like serious, but not serious. Do you know what I mean? It, it's, it's like, tender. yeah, it is. Like, it's really sweet. Yeah. And even, and even, and I'm so glad you brought this up because I wanted to talk about this as well. Like, especially the one that struck me more was Nancy's mom, because even though she is a colder in general mother in comparison and a little bit more like just, you know, stuffy, she, she is as warm as we see her be in the entire movie when she realizes what's going on. And like, yeah, you could argue that she could be warmer, but she's not unkind. And she does, she says the things that her daughter needs to hear and she's there for her. And like, she even kind of, um, makes Margaret like stay with her in a way or like appreciates that she's there. And it just, that, that state, that moment really stayed with me to like see Nancy's mom be like, Oh, thank God. She wasn't like, a horrible monster how i thought she would be right by looking at her and how she treated her earlier yeah i will say that i think my mom's reaction was more like barbara um because she i remember my mom cried we were both crying but for very different reasons Mm -hmm. um my mom was like you know the the whole like you're a woman now uh nothing that you would probably say today but back in the day that's what you said you know you get your period you're a woman now that's what barbara said um yeah it, it feel it felt very similar to to their reactions uh and it, it was just it is very cute it's very sweet it does feel very true to life that like and maybe it, this probably is it doesn't happen with everyone depending on what your family structure looks like also uh and your relationship with your your parents or your guardians um but i really did love those moments of like the tenderness between the parents and the children and i also really really loved 
uh, Margaret's relationship with her grandmother, Sylvia. I thought it was so freaking sweet. Um, I am not a religious person. And the thing I thought was, is like, you know, talking to God, I wasn't, you know, I, I, this is not a book I read as a kid. I don't, I think I probably have read some Judy Bloom, but I, you know, off the top of my head, I don't know what I've read. Um, maybe it's a Canadian thing. I don't know. But, um, when her mom's reaction or sorry, her grandma's reaction, Sylvia's reaction when she's like, can we go to like go to temple? <laughs> it's like so funny. It's so good of like, yeah, you're like, you're especially, you know, when you know the story of that family, like it really comes out a little bit later that Barbara's parents have basically disowned them and don't want a relationship with them because they think they're sinful because their son-in-law is Jewish. Um, the mm -hmm. fact that Sylvia, like Margaret is asking to go to temple is so freaking cute. And then I just love like all the, all the times that she goes, cause I think she goes to three churches cause she goes to, so she goes to temple and then she goes to a pretty traditional, like, <laughs> like church and then she goes to a Janie's church which is like the Janie's church gospel. was the best yeah yeah, this, yeah. I, no offense I to anyone else it. no I appreciate it and you know to, to this point that you're kind of making grace about just religion in general it really did feel like just like an anthropological study that she was doing like there was no judgment it didn't feel like religion was Yes, it was important, but it wasn't um, it was important to her insofar as she was just genuinely curious. And it was mm -hmm. nice, not only that no one was more important than the other, but like that sh that she saw value in each. And like I was actually struck at the end when she was grateful and she was like thanking God, like God is just like a metaphor, right? Like some people believe in in energy. Some people just believe in like spirituality. And like to me, it was it felt more like she was just appreciative and like spreading gratitude and like it didn't the god i was i guess i'm just saying that like the i was surprised at how small the god part itself actually felt like i was kind of maybe i was worried that that was going to feel clunky or like they were trying to have a message and in the end even though that part was emotional right like that part where with their parents that really struck me as someone who was raised like religious and and both my parents were like really invested in that and her just kind of like deciding that she wanted to do her own thing and that outburst like that got me actually really emotional and it just i was i was shocked at how um how, like i was impressed at how that was handled yeah i really um it felt like a kid going to those things right like when she goes to temple she's like i don't understand what they're saying she doesn't speak hebrew so she's a little bit like lost and i and i, I you know a kid would enjoy the singing and dancing that is happening in janie's church it felt very innocent like a very innocent perspective on religion which i really appreciated because like obviously society can be really cynical and really critical around religion and so it felt like even though that was a massive part of the story, it wasn't like in any sort of negative way or judgmental way. It was very much, this is a kid trying to navigate the fact that her mom is Christian and her dad is Jewish and they raised her to allow her to do whatever she wanted. And I really appreciated that. Granted, I will say, based on what I have heard from some of my Jewish friends, Sylvia does feel like a Jewish grandmother. Okay, when, yes. The part that I cackled the most at in this entire film is when her and Barbara are on the phone and she's like, oh, Sylvia, how you doing? And she's like, well, you know, I heard that when you're when you're far away from your family, you live a shorter life, but that's okay. I've had yes. a good life. So funny. So funny. <laughs> uh yeah yeah when, when she's like yeah they're moving away it's like yeah it's so sad i'm like it's so sad but 
uh, for his job, I guess, right? That's what they're doing it yeah. for his job. Yeah, he for got a better job, job which is uh, would allow Barbara to be a stay at home mother, which is a new role for her, right? She tries to learn cooking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a whole endeavor. But she's teaching art by the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the stars, yeah, yeah, the stars were not it. No, never again. Monstrous Felt. to ask her to do double that. Her hand Can must you... have been so sore. Can you just take over hers? Thank you so much. I wanted to throttle that woman. I would have murdered her. There's another way I think that this movie, and pretty from the book too, that's really effective, is that essentially it's it's one year, uh, a little less because uh, you know not right. summer camp. So we we end at the end of summer and and, and we begin at the end of summer and we we be, we end at the beginning of summer. That's very yes, that's correct. Time, but yes, that is correct. Um, but what I like about the story is that even i i don't think moose is in the book is that he's uh, not yeah he's not in the book um she's margaret, much more into philip Leroy, right in the book yeah. margaret has a crush on philip and does get to Who kiss doesn't? him and to i mean he's so dreamy, he's so dreamy. <laughs> his <laughs> confidence is, when he when he picks oh, his swagger yeah. here's the thing though this is so real. Yeah, like, the one boy. There who, were the yes. bo- yeah, yes. one boy that everybody had a crush on, right? Like moose, the mooses do exist. Uh but yeah, they're not Yes. I knew you it. heard I knew it here first. They're not you heard it here first. They're not so people are like reindeer aren't moose. real. It's like this <laughs> exists. Like Move you know, over yellow jackets. A kid like Moose does exist where you're like, oh, he's awkward, but he's cute. But there's so like it is so popular for there to be a Philip Leroy that everyone is like, oh, he's so dreamy. And like you all have your notebooks. And this was a very popular thing actually when I was in middle school. So about the same age as Margaret, where my each of my friends and I would have like notebooks together and we would write each other notes and we would hand them back and forth and you decorate them. Very much felt like the the notebooks that the girls keep in their group of like you have to write down who you like and you have to tell us and you I can't lie. In sixth grade for passing around notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. did you fold them up into those little squares? Yeah, so, yeah, fold them up. Yeah, so they, just so that they were as easily <laughs> easily seen. You know, when you when you slid up. No, you have but to I, fold them up in that little square. There's like you, you fold yeah. it in, and then you you know yeah. it's a whole thing. No, I. Do you know what I actually do though? I I like that they they you have that you have like Philip and and most of the, every girl being like yeah of course I have Philip and and there's even a moment where Margaret because the rule is no lying about which boys you like which she never yeah. gets caught on this but she says yeah I also wrote down Philip's name um but what I I I do like this from you know it just like you know just from a slight broadening of like you know the text is that like. Yeah, what about that other like weird nerdy little boy uh, who's over? I love you know, that. I, yeah, I I really like it. I, I thought it was good. And and my po- my initial point about some of that stuff. So the moose thing, um, even the idea of religion. She sort of like finishes her report and goes like, oh, I don't think I have religion. But then obviously she's thanking God at the very end. But I do kind of like that. It's you know it's one year in the life of of Margaret. So this is like her not figuring out everything in her life. It's just about some of these things that she's, she's going through. So like by the end of the movie, the, the most interaction she has with Moose is that she pays him the money that her dad owes him for yeah. lawn mowing and then Paying and for what like, she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they made, they agree the to get together when she gets back from summer camp. Grade. It's yeah. so no big cute. deal. No big deal. The parents to the parents know to, yeah. knowing and like yeah, having that cute so little sweet. smile together. I died. I died. And the fact that Margaret died. doesn't know, notice that they notice and it's like because like in like two years she will notice that her parents yeah. notice but exactly. for now it's like yes right. yeah i'll go get the money like that's yeah, a, yeah i'll like go do that switch. also it's this like is 
Yeah. Also, this is very real of like, um, oh, your best friend has a, an older brother. And usually you like the, yeah. it's the, your best friend's older brother. But in this case, right. it's your best friend's older brother's friend. But this is so real of like the only boys that you're usually around a lot. And you're like, oh, but is he cute? I don't know. He might be cute. Mm -hmm. Like, this is very relatable content. Yeah. So I, I just really like that, that it's it's and the th I guess the that the conclusion I'm coming to is that I like that it's so much about Margaret's story and not um it it's not like Moose is like kind of not in this movie even though he is in this movie you know yeah um, okay it's sense. like who kind of we know really they exist we know they exist now thanks to Jess but, the, so. but here's the thing yes <laughs> no but Grace Peace. okay to your point of Moose not really being in the movie. I feel like that is not only because I, I, we're we're from Margaret's point of view, yes. but it makes it also very real that like the boys that you would like when you were this age, you know almost nothing yeah, you about, know nothing them. about them. Yeah. You just see them shoveling your walkway and you're like, oh my God, but he's adorable and I love him. Like that's the reality of the situation. Like you see him mowing along. Look at how cute he is. He has armpit hair. Oh my God. He's shoveling the walkway. I'm with you. Wow. This look how strong he is. Yeah. It's no, like no, no. I'm just saying like, yeah. it's like, it's very real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I thought maybe if there was one piece, I, I feel like um, the the rest of the, the I thought Gretchen and, and Janie may be a little underutilized uh, in the movie. Janie but at they, least they have... gets the pad spying scene. Gretchen doesn't get as much. Gretchen that does ever get her period first. Amazing. And I did love that they showed Janie getting her hair done with the hot comb with her mom. Like that, oh, felt, yes. like, that felt important and like, you know, something you hadn't seen before. So I really appreciated that. They're getting ready for Simon's party. Yeah. Everyone has to Simon! look good, okay? You have to look super fancy oh, for this party. Oh. He's not kidding. I, I love Simon's confidence, just to be quite frank. With the yeah. with the comb in like the very first scene we meet him, I was like, oh, this man is Killing extra. Yeah. 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 I um I I really en enjoyed too. Like I said, I think something I loved most about this movie is how much the kids feel like actual kids. And I really enjoyed the fact that like all of the girls in this friend group looked like actual kids that would congregate together you know what i mean they look like little kids they don't what look about laura like danker because at first i was like oh no they've cast uh but then i kind of was like the more you better i was like actually i think she does kind of seem like a kid who is probably this age and actually had a growth spurt i don't know if as, they tried to as cast someone age. who looked very old when i was very young i appreciated <laughs> laura danker <laughs> Jess has been pretending to be 17 for like 20 years. Yeah. I've been 30 like... since I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the opposite of uh, of that movie 13 going on 30. Yeah, 30 going on 13. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I thought this was uh, such a lovely, such a lovely film. Such a lovely movie. I, Kathy Bates was so fun. Rachel McAdams, I... again, I just got to point out, Rachel McAdams was really tremendous in this movie. Yes. Know. I agree. She was incredible playing a high school teenager. But uh, her uh, her husband, Penny Safdie, what I appreciated, because mm -hmm. you all said earlier that he, you know, he doesn't get a lot to do. Not that it matters necessarily, but I appreciated how, I mean, he really was just kind of a stand-in for a plot in a way, right, for his wife. Because <laughs> he just, like, represented the thing that his his wife couldn't have, and that's, like, her relationship with her parents uh, was, mm -hmm. had been had been broken up like that. But I, I did appreciate that in the few scenes that he got, I was surprised at how emotional he was allowed to be and made me feel personally, because I kind of, I think in a lot of other movies, that role again is just like not, doesn't amount to anything. And, you know, you see, you see a lot of people suffer and was like, they sometimes. 
Yeah, I really enjoyed the the scenes that he and Rachel McAdams got alone, especially the one where she's, you know, she sends the letter to her parents, the Christmas card or whatever, and then she finds out they're going to visit and they have this whole conversation. And, and very obviously you understand where his reservations come in and his hesitation of like, don't you remember the last? And it's not just purely selfish, right? He remembers how hard it was for her back then when they basically cut ties with her. Um, and it, you can, and then she says like, what does she say? She's like, but it's my parents. And like, that's, that's it. That's not, that's done. They're, com they're coming. It's confirmed. It's done. The conversation is over, but I thought they handled it so well because in a, if they had, if they had done that scene a little differently, we could have been angry with, with Herb. You know what I mean? Like we, we could have been annoyed mm -hmm. with him because he's pushing too back much against this. I felt like, and I have really also loved the scene that he was in where they, they stand up against both grandparents and they're like no you know we're not she's allowed to do whatever she wants this is exactly not what we wanted mm -hmm. yeah. so the movie ends and laura's like in the friend group and they're dancing which we love and uh janie's there do we think it's like a mean girl situation where they like separate and then maybe like uh nancy's not quite in the group well or gretchen is this, and nancy i don't think go dance right it's just right, Janie. Saying, no, they're, so they're playing that game there seems yeah. to be a separation maybe i'm getting i do remember janie being there and and uh, it's janie margaret. and laura and and margaret yeah. and margaret yeah, yeah okay okay so that's what i'm saying like do we think maybe nancy and uh gretchen. One gretchen is like they're not gonna be or is it more like they're fluid and they can all be friends if they want to and it doesn't matter and it's like less about clicks i was just i i like that it was not that it was open-ended but i was like you know that seems realistic that like the friend groups can can like morph and change yeah what do you think jess I think realistically what ends up happening, because we see Gretchen getting annoyed with with Nancy a little bit. Mm -hmm. And like she is kind of looking over at the group dancing. I feel like Gretchen inevitably joins the dancing group. And then Great. Nancy is going to have to kind of get over herself a bit and be like, Ooh. okay, fine. I guess if I want to, if I want to have a group, because I think the thing is, right, <laughs> Grace, like, like Nancy is a bit they're all just jealous of what what um with uh what's her name laura. sorry laura has yeah and no, I so agree. i think I... nancy's gonna have to just get over it a bit and like she's still gonna want to boss people around so either she bosses that same group plus laura around or she finds a new group to boss around yeah i think it's also very funny that uh in terms of like friend groups that this is the time uh of american culture where you just send your kid away for camp for all of all summer um, the mm -hmm. implication is that you just go for two months. To Bye. Camp. I'll see you later. Never. Later. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were great parents until they were like all summer. No. It's like, Grace is like I don't want to watch your kids like all teachers. summer. It's like uh, teachers. They get the they get the summer off. Somewhere. I know there are camps that do this where like the kids come all summer, but like uh, sounds terrible. I had to go to day lot. camp. It was sad. I always wanted to go to sleepaway camp. I yeah. did too. Mm -hmm. I went to one sleepaway camp for just a weekend and I got homesick. Because <laughs> well, I'm a monster. You, at least you had the experience. I wrote my parents a letter. It didn't even arrive by the time I got home. <laughs> Snail um, mail, indeed. Are there other important coming of age books that need to be? Now that we've seen the success, we need to. I mean, make sure um, they're coming. I would look at Judy Bloom in general. I feel it's like all, her so, entire catalog. I, honestly, like Blubber, I felt, I mean, yeah. again, this is me saying this, not having read them in like, you know, 20 years or something, but I Tales remember of a lot of those. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Tales, Forever. When you, said, one. 
when you said tales of a fourth grade nothing like my heart skipped a beat like i hadn't thought about that book in forever and like there's all like the fudge books that i'm looking at now yes like, oh yes God, i forgot about yeah. these books there's like Crackle a juice it's like five books of fudge <laughs> that's what i'm saying there's there's so many that like I felt like Judy Bloom wrote and I felt like once I read one, it was like, okay, well, I might as well just keep reading more and more from her. Super fudge. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. There's um a Judy Bloom documentary that came out at Sundance this year. Yes, I think that's recently. coming as well. Yeah. yeah so that's Ooh. coming as well. Yeah. She's yeah. finally getting her due because she waited like a smarty. <laughs> she didn't sell out. She was right. like, I shan't, I shan't sell out. I am a smart lady. Good for her. Good for her. For right. Her mm -hmm. agent give her i hope she's her own agent because she deserves a raise she gets more money i don't think she's her own agent but <laughs> she i would only trust her i would only trust her all right um anything else on are you there god it's me margaret i just feel like every if you listen to this and didn't yeah. watch the movie i still think you should watch yeah, it watch it's it. it's yeah, just it's so oil no, and it's such a lighthearted movie. As much as it does handle some of the like really, really trials and tribulations of adolescence, mm -hmm. it's so funny and endearing. And I felt like uh, something I did want to point out because we didn't talk too much about it is I felt like all the children in this film were actually really good. And you know, I'm yeah. very tough on child yeah. actors. You're the toughest. You're the yeah. toughest I know in the biz. Abby Ryder uh, Fortson played Margaret, and I thought yeah. she was absolutely stellar like yeah, she a was very very good actress especially so. when she has to yell the, the acting usually falls apart when the kids have to pretend sad or pretend mad excuse me like they can do real mad in real life we all know this but the pretend mm -hmm. mad it's like mm, i see through you and she was good she was great she was good. so good yeah i i think too it's the it's i think the you know the work of judy bloom is so admired that you can get Rachel McAdams and Kathy Bates and um, even Benny Safdie, who's like a filmmaker in his own right to be like, yeah, I'll sign on to be in this movie. Like, that's cool. Yeah, I'll be in this movie. And it is, mm -hmm. it is just a way in which like, it's so heartwarming and sweet. And again, like I just felt like that movie experience of, of all of these like groups of women, really just like watching the movie at different ages and everybody sort of laughing and, you mm -hmm. know, sharing in that experience was, yeah, it was a really memorable experience for me going to the, to the movie theater. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the thing is, too, is like even my husband, who obviously was not a, a, a teen girl, you know, he he didn't have those same experiences that a mm -hmm. lot of these people did. Um, even he he loved it. He thought it was so funny and cute. So like this really is a movie for anybody. But I do think like bringing a kid who is around this same age to this movie, I feel like it does kind of open up that conversation. If you haven't already had that conversation, it makes it a little easier, right? Because you can kind of talk about it in like, oh, remember that silly scene in the movie we watched? I don't know. It's just very endearing. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it was good. It's a cute one. I'm glad it's good. It's very adorable um, and sweet. Um, thanks for coming on to talk about it, Jess. Thank you for inviting me. I'm, You know what? This was the push that I needed to go see this movie, and I'm so, so happy that I did. It was such a joyful experience amazing what else you got going on where can people find you um mostly i'm talking about succession and yellow jackets some stuff that is way more serious although does have some teen girls in it so hey um but you could find me here on pusher recaps talking about those two things and then over on shit 90 shows taught me talking about 90s content um we cover dawson's creek and then some other uh 90s content this this month is uh it's gonna be may which is a uh, music inspired <laughs> 90s movies so go check those out it's gonna be at shit may 90s grit <laughs> it's gonna be may grit <laughs> <laughs> uh so you can find us at shit 90s pod and me at the just sterling uh ariel what about you incredible i learned so much today moose 
we're still we still got them. They <laughs> have them out of sync. Mooses, Mises, we got them all. Uh, I am also on Twitter at that other Ariel. I am covering Dark with you, Grace, every yep. week, and our other co-host DM Philly. We're almost done with the second season. It's very scary, but very exciting. Um, and then besides movies, oh yeah, covering Grey's Anatomy every month like a lunatic with Chappelle. Uh, it's so fun. That's super fun. <laughs> you don't even have to watch Grace to enjoy it. I'm telling you. I mean, I watch Grace, but like, it's almost more fun to not watch Grace and listen to the podcast. So you could be like, really? They did that? And it's like, don't yeah, they listen. Did. They don't did. Listen. It's it's so fun. You have to listen. It, that oh, sentence yeah. did kind of sound like you kept telling me I don't need to watch. You don't need to watch mm-hmm. Grace. Yeah. Oh, don't watch Grace. Don't watch her while she's. You, you don't have to watch Grace to listen to the podcast. You could just you know you don't have to watch Grace. You just, just listen to Grace. Yeah. Um. All right. I am talking Succession and Yellow Jackets, and we recently did an RJP game night. You can check that out on the Twitch and YouTube channels. And I think everyone else did all the rest of my plugs. Guardians of the Galaxy Three is uh, dropping in theaters. I think it's out as we are recording this podcast. So early next week, we should have a I podcast saw it. for you. You saw it. I'm seeing it. So yeah. I'm yeah, excited. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. I'm excited. That's all I will okay. say. I'm excited to talk about yeah. it. I don't even want to give thumbs because some people don't want to hear about my thumbs. <laughs> so to speak. Specifically your thumbs or other uh, <laughs> you know, flanges as well. <laughs> all of none of them. I shan't say anything. I've said what I said. All right. Um, so that's me. I'm on Twitter at high from Grace. We'll be back next week. Until next time, I'm Grace. That's Ariel. And we will push our Eclipse Theater. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.